In case you didn't know, it's the Olympics, baby. Will the USA win gold in every event? Probably not, and honestly, that's not okay with me. But listen, because I'm going to step in as your casual, half-paying-attention, half-no-clue-what's-going-on Olympic correspondent in this new segment, Tokyo 2020, should be 2021, but it probably would cost too much for all the rebranding. What's up, everybody? We are back and better than ever with another Olympic recap. Again, this is from your Olympic correspondent that I would call the average Olympic fan. I don't really know anyone in the Olympics. I have not been able to see much of the Olympics. So just reacting to as a casual American Olympic fan as I either hear stuff by the office water cooler, see stuff on headlines, or get to catch a couple quick highlights. Number one, U.S. women's soccer. Of course they are are up here because A, they should be pretty good. At least in my head they're good. B, there's all that stuff about getting paid the same amount of money even though they really negotiated the different kind of contract that wound up in them making less money. Women and men should be should be making the same amount. All I'm saying is just read the fine print of your contract. That's all. And see, you got hella people doing their kneeling for the anthem dance. I get it as a protest. I'm saying I get it. I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm not going there because it that's too long of a conversation. That's like a whole dissertation on that one. So I'm just stating it. Not a good look. When you kneel for your country's national anthem, when you are playing for your country, if you feel that strongly about it, then, I don't know, don't go. Maybe. Maybe that's more of a stand. Hey, we believe in X, Y, and Z, and we are protesting to the extent of not even playing. That makes more sense to me. But anyway, uh, they beat the Netherlands in PKs. Penalty kicks are always wild to me. I just don't know how you don't always score if you're that good. If you're a world-class athlete and the net's that big. I don't know. It's kind of like missing free throws. I know it happens. just shouldn't happen. Anyway, um, U.S. goalie has a fantastic game. Does awesome in the PKs. Gets a couple clutch saves. And uh, American wins. In other news, Megan Rapone's hair is still purple, which is very surprising to me because normally... When you dye, if you are someone who dyes your hair a color, I'm not talking about going to, you know, hide some grays or you've always wanted to be a redhead or you've always wanted to be a blonde. I'm talking like actual colors like your red, not red hair, but like Crayola red, your blues, your purples. Normally there are some changes, right? Like we're one color for a little bit and then we do another color like, oh, her hair is green now and now her hair is blue now. Megan Rapone stays at that pastel purple. Just stay, that which is very interesting to me. Normally you don't see it, but it's been four years, right? Because I know she was in and out of stuff, standing up for equality and getting equal pay, but it's been four years since the last Olympic, five years since the last Olympics, excuse me, because signs still say Tokyo 2020, even though it's 2021, and she still be rocking that purple hair. Moving on 
Simone Biles not competing. What does that mean for the U.S.'s medals chances? Still get gold, baby. Still get gold. Kudos to that other American girl. This is what I mean. I should know her name. Do I? Nope. Can't remember her name at all. All I'm saying is stepped right up. Step right up. Next. Next one in the chamber. We're like a damn six-shooter revolver. One's out. Next up. Boom. Still get that gold. Speaking of gold, I was checking out the medal count. We are down in gold medals, which I, like I said before, still don't understand that shit. And in the total medal count, we are down to the one and only China, 41 to 40. What a medal race. It's also interesting to me that there's nothing really except for bragging rights, except for the country that um, wins the most amount of medals, right? Like, it's not like you get grand champion or like you, it, you don't get told that you win the Olympics. Um, we just count them up because apparently it's fun to count stuff. Also, um, U.S. athletes that win gold, silver, or bronze like make so little money compared to other countries. I was seeing something. We got countries paying hundreds of thousand dollars for their people winning gold. You win gold as an American athlete, I think it's like thirty-seven grand. Now I know that we're gonna win more medals, so we'll still wind up paying more money as a country. But still, it's kind of like, damn, homie, like spend a little more money on your squad, right? Am I right? Am I wrong? Am I right? Am I wrong? My podcast, I'm right. Moving right along to the next item of business on the Olympic recap. We've got uh, this awesome diver. Really, really cool. She's on the three meter, which means she does the springboard divey poo thing, which is cool because they run up to a jump really high and get way up in the air and launch themselves and do some cool flips. Um, she straight up went to the Olympic trials this past, uh, what'd she say? This past June, like a couple weeks after graduating high school. And she did that just for experience. I'm guessing she's gonna be diving in college, right? So she did it just for experience, made the team. And now she dove her way right into the semifinals. From what I understand, she does not have the highest degree difficulty of dives, but her execution, hello, her water entries, the amount of water that's splashing up is the same as my seven-year-old when he does a pencil dive off the diving board, barely up over the water. It's astonishing. She's crushing it. I want her to keep going. Keep going, boo. Don't stop. You're everything. And that's really exciting. And that's something that I really like. I really like the no name or the surprise of the Olympics. Stuff like that that pops up. And that's something that I want to react to that is not lost in the Olympics that I think is very, very healthy. And that is, yes, it's cheesy, but it's true. That is the feel-good aspect of sports. Because so much of that has been or is being stripped away by whatever social issues are at play currently. So much of it is being lost and it is so refreshing to to find the feel good. Yes, they're already already claiming racism this at the Olympics right now, but these small feel good stories are what make the Olympics so, so cool. And it's so fun to see a group of athletes 
who are just excited to be there. Excited to be there representing their country and more on an individual level representing their families, right? That's what feels really cool to me. That's what I really, really enjoy. Yeah, some people are there and it's just win or bust. And like I've already said, if you're American, those are your two options to me. You either win or it's a bust. None of this in between shit. Those are your choices. But for others, I mean, I get that. Either you just don't have the genetic predisposition for it or you just don't have the same access to resources for training, right? Like the Jamaican bobsled team. Um, I get all that. But you're still just pumped to be there. So that's the feel-good part. That's the part. It's not quite to the participation trophy level yet. But I just appreciate the homies who are there who are pumped to be there. Anyway, that's it. A much shorter one, but it is another daily Olympic recap. I'm your host, Bryce Hansen. Catch you all later. Peace.